Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match, a podcast where husband and wife discuss various topics while attempting to answer the age-old question, who's right and who's more right? Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match. This is Shelby. And this is Christopher. And today we're going to be talking about some things. Oh, we yeah, get a twofer, actually, because we, we reported last week, and we're recording this week, too. Usually, to, we do every other week. To be fair, we're just making up for our uh, yeah. own little mistake here. Mistake? Yeah, because we missed a week. We missed, we missed a week because we've been busy, a.k.a. I've been busy. That is fair. Trying to get I'm back into the swing of things. I'm just going to host my own podcast. I guess. Called Met Myself. Met <laughs> Yourself. <laughs> Have you met me? Well, now you're going to. Oh, I think I might do that. No. Oh, my <laughs> well, I'm gosh. branching off. We're creating our own network of the podcast by ourselves. None of that seems like remotely interesting. I think it would be infinitely interesting. Because it's about you. Exactly. I'm an infinitely interesting person. All right. We're going to go right into the <laughs> da- weekly disputes. Um, so, should people kiss with their eyes open or closed? So I'm, I mean, I know I jokingly open my eyes every now and then as we kiss, but kissing with your eyes closed is probably the safest bet. Um, anybody who actually like unironically kisses with their eyes open is probably psychotic and it's going to murder you. Yeah. I was going to say they're probably a sociopath or something. I think some people kiss with their eyes open because, I, so what I've heard is they want to see how the other person reacts to their kissing and like oh it's good they're into it yeah things are going well i can maybe see that's like a first kiss type thing maybe but you gotta hope the other person is not also keeping their eyes open otherwise you're just maintaining eye contact at yeah. an infinitely close like i'm um, not a position. fan of it at all i, I think yeah. kissing with your eyes open is creepy as hell but i think why people sometimes might do it is because I don't know if you had the same experience I had, but nobody really taught you how to kiss, right? You just watched movies and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, that's how it yeah, goes, actually, right? Yeah, yeah, no one... No one teaches you really how to kiss because that's a weird like conversation. A, yeah, unless you're first kissed with someone who knows how to kiss and they're like, here's how you do it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, unless you have like some really nice or neighbor who's going to be like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> the, the, hot, the hot those, girl neighbor. One of, those, hot uh, neighbor. one of those high school movies where all the girls kiss during a sleepover because that's what girls do. Exactly. We have pillow fights and then we just have a just, yeah. just naked pillow fights naked all the time and we just time. make out because it's fun. Because that's, that's exactly what the movies say. Yeah. So Porn so, movies. So, <laughs> so I think we both agree. Kissing with eyes, eyes open. Um, psycho. Psycho weird. <laughs> Not a fan. Okay, next one. Do you brush your teeth twice a day? Three times a day? Or maybe only once a day? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I'm usually twice a day. I know every now and then I forget at night, but most times I'm twice a day. You say forget. I say to you, or I say, hey, have you brushed your teeth tonight or something like that? And you're just like, I'm already in bed. I'm not going to get up And I get. get up and I go brush my teeth. But it's it's a struggle. If I didn't say anything, you never would brush your teeth twice a day or at night. You never would. Most times I do. Sometimes I just immediately get into bed. So gross. Usually on the weekends. Guess guess who has like the picture perfect po- poster child for dentists for having good teeth. You know why? Why? I brush my teeth twice a day. Guess who showers every day? 
me. You don't need to shower every day. You need to shower every day. Is that going to be another dispute? Apparently, you can post that. Should you shower every day? Yes, that's the answer already. Fun fact, Shelby doesn't shower every day because I think showering every day is bad for your skin because actually you naturally exfoliate yourself throughout the day anyway. (laughs) But unless I was like outside working and sweating my ass off. Yeah, I don't need to shower every day. I work in an office. You want to know something funny? What? I quickly turned this as an attack on me and back on you, and now you're defending yourself. I know. <laughs> I hate this. Just this, That is some, I don't know what you call it, sociopathic tendencies. I wouldn't say. Narcissistic tendencies. Uh, so, yeah, I brush my teeth twice a day. You do it twice a day if you feel like it. We'll just go with that, right? Fine, sure. Okay. All right, so we have our taste testing seltzers. Do you want to let them know what we got this week? So this week, uh, is it a seltzer? Yeah, it's seltzer. Yeah. All right, this one is from Carbock Brewing Company, which I think is a local New Mexican company, right? That or they're Texas. I think they're Texas based. You might be right on Texas. But the one I have yeah. in my hand. Houston, Texas. Yeah. Is prickly pear. Mm-hmm. We have watermelon, Meyer lemon, and orange lime. Original lime. Original lime. <laughs> You Sorry, can't, the, you can't the, read good. The lettering is green, highlighted against uh, silver, so it's kind of hard to read from that distance. Okay, fair. Um, they're, they're not actually like the slim cans, like a regular seltzer, the mm-hmm. full can, so yeah, a little bit different. Um, I'm going to start with the prickly pear, because that sounds good. Okay. See how well this one tastes. They are 4.5% alcohol, I think only a few grams or a few carbs, and I want to say, I already ripped off the thing, so it's hard for me to read it. Oh, 90 calories, two grams of carbs. Not bad. Okay. Yeah, it's um it's okay. Um then again, that one's kinda it's pear, so it's probably hard to really Dang, get I thought the I was pear. gonna like the prickly pear. Oh, it's yeah. I I do not taste I taste I don't the prickly. Taste anything. There's definitely a prickle. I mean there's a flavor, I just don't know what that flavor is. Very prickly, not so much perry. And I didn't brush my teeth recently to like counteract the flavor, so what? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, there was one time that we were about to do the podcast and I had brushed my teeth, and so everything tasted terrible. Yeah. I would say okay, I guess you taste it again. Mm-hmm. All right, go so give me your thoughts. What are your what notes are you getting from it? I don't know, just like a little bit of a tang. Like it's not I don't hate it, but I've had prickly pear taste like flavored stuff before and it doesn't taste like that. But then again, that could be artificially sweetened. And this might be like naturally flavored. I don't know. It, I mean, it probably is. It's gluten free, so there we go. Ooh, yay! Then again, I think most things like this are gluten free anyhow. So I, yeah, I think except for beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, it's it's. I would consume it. Mm-hmm. Would I go to pick it up again? Probably not. Okay. Well, and that's we can, just a prickly. Prick. We we'll can see. open another yeah. one, or we can go into these. Am I the assholes? We'll uh, we'll dive into the first asshole. <laughs> whoa! 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 <laughs> Sorry. Lube it up first before you go in there. Jesus. (laughs) So I found these online. Um, They're usually a Reddit thread called Am I the Asshole? Yeah. But um, yeah, I found these in a different way. Anyway, am I the asshole for making a joke about my brother's affair at his wedding? This goes really, really ways back, so I'll try to be quick. When I was in elementary school, I was a type of kid who got disturbs class often, in quotes, on their report card, so I never focused much in school. My district had a system where they would pair high schoolers with younger kids to help them with school, so basically tutoring, and my mom made me do that. So my tutor was a freshman named Abby, 
So she would come to our house after school to help me with my homework and other stuff. My brother, John, was the same age as Abby, so they would talk to each other, and they ended up dating. She stopped tutoring me, tutoring me eventually, and then, yeah, they just, like, they kept dating. Anyway, fast forward 10 years, Abby and John got married and had a kid together. Five years later, John tells me that he's getting divorced because he's met someone new. It sucked because I like John and Abby together a lot, but whatever. Then he tells me that he had an affair with his new girlfriend. Also sucks, and I told him he shouldn't have hurt Abby like that. <laughs> he says, but whatever. I think this person's like way to end sentences is but whatever. Probably. That's why I needed tutoring. Probably. <clears throat> but whatever. <laughs> I also asked Abby how she was doing, and she said she wasn't doing well, and but didn't want to be the reason why... Um, yeah, he had a bad relationship with his brother. Anyway, she didn't want to come between them. Two months before the wedding, Abby calls me and tells me that my brother's girlfriend has been harassing her nonstop. Stop. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> she showed me texts and his girlfriend was saying some pretty disturbing things about how she's so much better than Abby and taunting Abby, etc. Just making fun of her and bullying her. I told my brother about this and he said that he would ask his girlfriend about it. A month later, I asked him if he ever brought it up and he said he did it, but saw nothing wrong with the situation, which is weird. Abby apologized for involving me in the whole situation in the first place and encouraged me to still go to the wedding where my brother asked me to make a speech. The speech went well until I made a joke. The gist of the joke was me turning, turning to his new wife and telling her that if she's learned anything from this, she should know that my brother will never let his wife stop him from finding the love of his life. Whoa. This got my brother and his wife really mad and they kicked me out shortly after. And my brother has been calling and texting me nonstop yelling at me. Am I the asshole? So I will say the, I think the top comment on this one pretty much uh, puts it well. Okay. Uh, you know how vigilante vigilantes are technically in the wrong, but we'd all cheer them on anyway. You're the asshole, but high five. Yeah. Yeah, so there is, um, other than maybe, other than the ex-wife, I think everybody hears the asshole in varying degrees. Yeah. Obviously, the, the ex-husband who decided, hey, you know, I'm going to go get a new wife. The new wife who decided, you know, I'm going to text and, you know, just drives it home crazy. And the brother who said, like, oh, hey, don't mind your don't mind being the wife. Obviously, you're not going to get in the way of his new love. So he's a lesser asshole, whereas obviously the the... <laughs> new wife and the brother are the biggest assholes from what i how i understand it is the he had an affair when he was with the uh, the first wife or whatever yeah and now the person that he had an affair with is who he's getting married to it's an asshole move to just have an affair in general it's a bigger asshole move i think for somebody that you're with now to be the one harassing your ex which whatever yeah that's kind of that's just why yeah it doesn't make any sense they're out of the, their life it doesn't like, don't be an like, don't be an asshole. Um, is the brother an asshole for making the joke? Yes, but uh, a much, a much we were all thinking asshole. it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that thing. It's like he, he's, ain't gonna say it, but we were thinking it. He's a vigilante, vigilante asshole. Yeah, it's like good for you. You did the bad thing and got, got kicked out. <laughs> got justice, but not in the right way. Yeah. Um, so he is the asshole, but it's kind of justified. And you know, kudos to you for being brave. I guess I'm calling them out on their bullshit. Yeah. So in, in a marriage like that, that starts out through cheating is probably not going to go well to begin with. No, probably not. So no. good luck. 
If my mother ever talks to me again, we can ask her. (laughs) That's a story for their time. Uh, This is the watermelon hard seltzer. Again, I love your transitions. You're welcome. Speaking of the time, let's go to agave watermelon. Uh Uh-oh, you made a face like you didn't like it. Go ahead, try it. All right, so... I taste nothing. Yeah. I taste carbonated. So it's definitely a hard... I mean, they're they're both hard seltzers. But it's like, um, there's one or two local bars that we have here that do their own hard seltzers, kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's probably happening for smaller companies or like uh, breweries who are making their own mm-hmm. hard seltzers is kind of when we they started making their own beers, the breweries started popping up. A yeah. Lot of, a lot of the beers were exactly the same. They were a lot of lagers. They, now they're IPAs and they didn't really have much flavor or taste in them. But obviously as now more people starting to get the idea of making mm-hmm. them and how to flavor them. Uh, there's a lot more difference in them. I think while these are not bad, I think uh, they're kind of still finding out how to exactly flavor them fully. Maybe. There's no clear indicator between actually both of these, which one's which. Like you could cover it and be like, which one's watermelon, which one's perfect. I wouldn't be able to know the difference. I think one's maybe a little bit more tangier than the other, but I don't get a fruity flavor from either one of them. Anywho. Yeah, there's a slight taste difference, but I mean, nothing where it says like, this is pear, this is watermelon. I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know that that was watermelon. That's my point. Yeah. I want to think they don't taste, I don't taste like watermelon They or don't pear. taste like each other. Yeah. Like, or how they're supposed to taste. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Not a fan. On to the next, am I the asshole? Speaking <laughs> of the next asshole. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Am I the asshole for walking out of a restaurant because my girlfriend ordered spaghetti? <laughs> this one cracks me up so much. Don't okay, get to read that one off to me. <laughs> I, 25 male, am dating a woman, 24, named Allie. We moved in together five months ago, and I really love her a lot. Allie just doesn't have great table manners. She eats noisily and sloppily. In a restaurant environment, usually this isn't too bad because of the natural ambient sound. In a quiet room, it's much more noticeable. I don't exactly like it, but I usually tolerate it. However, when Allie eats pasta, she slurps her noodles so loudly that people from other tables look. It's completely mortifying to hear people murmur about her loud slurping all the time. I know this might be normal in some cultures, but where I'm from in the U.S., it looks really uncultured and bothers some people who are more sensitive to sounds. That's me. I'm sensitive to those sounds. Uh Uh-oh. I've tried to teach her how to use a spoon to spin the pasta into a ball. Nope, she doesn't want to. I've tried to ask her to take smaller bites. Nope. That's how she eats pasta, and that's how she'll always eat eat pasta. We've been to a local Italian restaurant half a dozen times, and each time but one in a basically empty restaurant, she humiliated me with her loud, slurpy eating. I know I shouldn't care what people think, but I agree with the patrons. It's disgusting. People are trying to enjoy a meal. I finally got frustrated one day and told her I wouldn't eat noodles with her in public anymore. She can eat alone or she can go with friends. I'll happily drive her to a restaurant, but I will not sit down with her. She kind of blew off my message with a, oh yeah, you're perfect, so I get it. And I thought it was at that. Last night, Allie really wanted to go to our local Italian place again. I asked her if she would be ordering spaghetti. She rolled her eyes and said she'd get lasagna. I agreed that was fine. Went to the, to, uh, we went out to eat for the first time in a while. When the waitress came to take our order, Allie completely went back on her promise and ordered spaghetti. <laughs> I told the waitress I wouldn't be needing anything, stood up, and walked to our car. I relaxed in the car listening to a podcast until Allie came out a while later. She sat down and started giving me the silent treatment. 
When we got home, she yelled at me about embarrassing her, would not let me say a single word without shrieking over me, and said she's only interested in an apology. I refused, and she went into another room to loudly talk shit about me to herself, (laughs) intentionally so I could hear. I don't know if I went too far. I feel like there is definitely a lot more issues than just that. Yeah. Um, As for am I the asshole? I mean, probably. I would say... Because what was she doing exactly? She's just very noisy eater. Like she slurps when she eats pasta specifically. And so she likes to go to an Italian restaurant. Which and, obviously you don't want to be in a fancy Italian restaurant and your date's next to you. Just blah, 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 just the but way. if the Italian restaurant is Olive Garden. Fair. No one's eating fancy there. No. But when you hear your family. That is just. <laughs> that, is that a paid advertisement? I didn't know. No, I think they've changed it because oh, okay. they don't have that um, slogan anymore. That's ah, right enough. Um, yeah, I would say and that's that's a hard one. That's definitely like, hey, could you could you not be so heckin' loud mm-hmm. when you're eating? But also, like, maybe you shouldn't have just stormed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the communication skills are lacking on both of their parts. So we'll start with that. Um, do I think he's an asshole? Yeah, because he didn't communicate it in a very mature manner. Mature, yeah, in a mature way as a responsible adult. I mean, you're, you're in your twenties, you should be doing a little bit better at communicating what bothers you or why it bothers you and don't do it in a way that like puts the other person down basically. Also, we've been in a pandemic for about three years and I've forgotten a lot of table manners myself. Like I I have to remind myself to not burp like a freaking, you're not going to a restaurant just, you know, going to town on something and it's loudly slurping. Yeah, it's like I have to remember some eating habits. Like, yeah. don't take such big bites sometimes or whatever. You do have to be mindful of, like, when you're in public in a restaurant that there are people who just stare at people and just people watch. Fair. And whether or not that might be you, okay. I mean, we're all guilty of people watching. Let's yeah. just be honest. But what my point is, is like... There's, there's some etiquette that comes with any establishment you're at. Even if it's like, we don't have silverware you eat with your hands because it's, you know. This is how we do it here. This is how we do it here. You know, and you have napkins, like a roll of paper towels is, are your napkins, right? Yeah. Like country bumpkin type stuff. But there's still an etiquette there. So ultimately, who do you think the asshole is in that scenario? I think it's a little bit of both, but more him so, than her. So everyone's the asshole? Yeah. I think, I think she's a little bit only because she doesn't want to change and doesn't see the need to change. Yeah. But it's like, if you were invited to a gala or some type of really, really fancy formal event and you were just eating like that, it it just shows a lack of respect, I think, for the, for the event itself. So in those situations, a little bit of an asshole in regular everyday eating situations when she's at home. Yeah. Do whatever you want. I don't know. Fair enough. A few eating noises do bother me, but they don't really bother me in restaurants. Like she's not eating right next to somebody, you know, slurping away. I hope not anyway, but yeah. that's my take on it. So everybody's the asshole. A yeah. Little a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of everyone, Uh-oh. what's Uh-oh. the, what's the next one we got on, uh, on deck for a drink? Meyer lemon. Meyer, what is a Meyer lemon? Like, so it's a different type of lemon. It's okay. like, a superior lemon to your other lemons. That's I know, all I, I know. I had no idea there was no such thing as a superior lemon. Now, the big thing is it is superior taste. Now, that tastes like a lemon. It tastes like a lemon seltzer. Okay, yeah, it does taste like a lemon seltzer. That's not that too is, bad. That is the first seltzer that we've had. So that actually, <laughs> then again, tastes... it's a lemon, so it's kind of mm. hard to 
screw that uh, flavor up. Yeah, it's very true. <clears throat> now, speaking of uh, superior things. No, I'm kidding. How, um, how is this a good transition? What's a transition versus you just going like, now this. I like it. Though. But whatever. Uh, so for this next thing we're going to talk about are couples that look alike over time. Now, here's it now. This is a theory that, that a, I've uh, had. It's a theory, but according to a Stanford study that looked at the actual, look at the earlier study that said couples don't look alike over time, mm -hmm. um, saying, uh, yeah, 1987, um, there was a study done where they said, yeah, and they came out and said couples look alike over time. Well, once someone started digging into the research of that actual study, they said, well, they only did like 12 couples and they looked at only a couple pictures. Mm. And they pushed it out. Mm -hmm. So, so it, wasn't, it wasn't a very in-depth study. Yeah, it wasn't a very in-depth study. Versus the Stanford study, which took about 500 couples, uh, looked at various things as facial features, where they met, interviewed couples and everything else. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of got a much better idea. What they found is that most couples actually look for someone that looks alike. Some, so something more familiar to yourself, uh, which is, you know, a big thing that comes from that, especially that's changed in the recent like you know era people are traveling more is a lot of people would stay in the same town marry the same people uh get to know the same persons. yeah i think so that it's not makes saying, sense yeah not saying people are like marrying inside families and all that but just like the the group of people you grew up with were the same eating the same diet doing the same things same um, living in the same area yeah. back in the day you didn't have you didn't go far out of your way to find a mate as yeah. opposed to what we do now with social media and online dating and whatnot. Um, you can find a mate in the other side of the world. And then you're on 98, 90 day fiance. Woo. <laughs> but I, I've been believing that couples start to look alike in certain situations. It's not every single couple starts to look alike. Specific couples start to look alike after a while. Um, or they just look alike from the get go. Like, so same, yeah, here's, here's specifically really same race upon it. and stuff like that. Uh, there are two type. There are two parts to our empirical findings of what we learned. First of all, people tend to select partners who look similar to themselves. Uh, study author Pin Pin T. McCorn, a Stanford electrical engineer PhD student, said. Uh, the second thing we learned was that couples who couples don't become more similar over time, uh, because the study that study that everybody goes to and they said, "Oh yeah, couples look like over time," was that oh they're making the same facial features, they're doing the same things, uh, which apparently isn't really true. It's you just find couples that look alike because they like similar things about themselves. Yeah. I think it goes beyond the physical appearance because, okay, you can correct me if I'm wrong here. Whenever I was, you know, going back into the dating pool, I look for qualities like sense of humor. Um, just and yeah, know, that, same political yeah. affiliations or similar. And politics, that's, that's its whatever. own thing. It's not saying every yeah. single person. It's yeah. saying most people enjoy something similar to themselves. Exactly. But I think because whenever you find somebody that has the same um, things in common with you, not physical, you tend to also blend together with your mannerisms. Yeah. Right? So when you're together for a while, like you and I already do it. We, we do a lot of the same things together. We, we, we even like jinx each other a lot because we're like thinking on the same wavelength. It's yeah. scary sometimes. Um, but do I think that you and I look alike? Mm, I don't think so well, especially i've dyed red hair right now so if we don't mm -hmm. look alike. <laughs> yeah when my hair goes back to blonde probably will look more alike and that'll be kind of weird um but i've noticed a lot of couples there's even an instagram called siblings are dating and it's creepy how like these people look they could be twins right oh, fraternal twins 
oh no, they're dating. It's like, oh, that's so creepy <laughs> because big, you guys yeah. could pass as brother and sister. Yeah, the big thing the other thing they talk about is like when they say people like similar things, um, you're so used to looking at yourself in the mirror so often um, that when you come across someone who looks similar to you, not exactly like you, but similar, um, say if you look in the mirror and there's certain features you like about yourself, uh, that's what you're drawn to. So you find someone who has, you see someone who has those similar features in, like in the wild and you're like, I like that. And yeah. it's like, oh, that's why, you know, oh, that's why such such couple has like, they both have the same kind of nose, yeah. same kind of brow, same kind of, you know, chin structure. And it's like, oh, because he, it might, it might be because they looked in the mirror for the longest time, enjoyed those features about themselves. And ultimately it came out to, oh, they definitely like it on each other. And see, when I was younger, and, and this is still somewhat true, like celebrity crushes style, I do like features that are opposite of mine, like dark skin, dark eyes, dark hair, because Apparently, I'm pale you're, everything. You're the outlier. You're just like, I like I like nothing about myself in the mirror. I want everything the opposite. <laughs> everything in the mirror sucks. I'm going to go with the opposite. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like there's, there's darker features that I find attractive. Um, but that doesn't mean that that's going to be the only thing I go for. Like I kind of like everything. That's my problem. Speaking I of dated so many yeah. different kinds of people. Speaking of darker features, while you talk about the many different types of men you've dated throughout <laughs> the years. I'm gonna I haven't dated that many though. I'm going to open up this original lime. We're going to see how it tastes. I think lime is supposed to be the best one. It's what I, I've heard anyway. But so you and I do kind of look alike. You're the first blonde-haired guy I think I've dated, been with, married to. <laughs> oh, I would hope I'm the first blonde guy you're married to. I hope I'm the first guy you're married to, but who knows? You so, are as far as I understand. Speaking of first, uh, the original Lime. Mm -hmm. um, not, it's not bad. I definitely think, I, I think we can unequivocally say that the uh, Meyer Lemon here much like the superior lemon is probably the superior seltzer here. Now that has some real natural lime flavor. I think that would be fantastic with chips and salsa. Yeah, actually, you know what? I think I would enjoy all this with chips and salsa. We may have to I think the pairing. This. Well, might have to. I think the pairing needs to be with food, and that's what we're missing. Because as soon as I sipped that, I was like, "Oh my god, that tastes like a you know real lime without like the fake sweetener BS." Yeah. So I definitely need some chips and salsa. <laughs> so expanding upon our new podcast idea, we're gonna do a Ooh. we're gonna do a seltzer seltzer food pairing. Is that what we're do? I feel like that would be like some ASMR that stuff, may, and that, I don't think people would be about that. That may be more of a blog thing. If we ever start yeah. doing a blog, we'll come up with a you know how you do like what is it red wine? Don't do red wine with fish. Is that what it is? Yeah, you do like white wines with fish. Red wines go with like red meat, like steak yeah. or. Um... Well, like here, here's a Sonic cheeseburger. This pairs well with a uh, truly, truly punch strawberry. This pairs can, well with you, the Natter days. You can really, you can really pull the flavor off of the mm. uh, off of the melted cheese on the burger. Yeah. When you when you sit back, that truly punch strawberry. That that smoky bacon really really comes out whenever you have uh, the truly margarita. <laughs> The, the smoky bacon that they've injected mm, in with the, mm -hmm. you know a little bit of a sauce. This this ranch dressing really comes through when you have a ranch water. I don't know. That 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 may be <clears throat> that may be our next venture is a. Uh, what food pairs yeah. well with these? Oh my god, I bet you there's something out there that already that already exists. There, you know there, what I mean? There might be, or we can capture <laughs> that niche market of people like mm -hmm. you know what I really need someone. To, we need a a seltzer sommelier. Oh my god, would it be would it still be sommelier? Is that specifically a wine thing? Uh, yeah, sommelier is more about wine than it is anything else. Okay, so what would, what would the seltzer one be? 
a seltzer yay? <laughs> is that bad? Yeah, that's oh, not yeah, bad. Sorry. <laughs> okay. um, so before we get too far off subject, um, couples that look alike, mm-hmm. I I would tend to believe this. I don't think couple, I don't think you can change facial structure look look alike over time. Yeah, but I do think that people tend to probably move more towards what they like in the mirror versus uh, years of growing up. I think it kind of comes back to like what you're comfortable with in a comfort thing. Like also what you've been, what you've seen your whole life. Yeah. If you've lived in a very secluded or sheltered type of upbringing, then you're probably only going to know one type of physical appearance that you're going to be attracted to. I mean, I I do like the idea that, uh, I don't like the idea, but I do understand the idea that if you like certain features in the mirror, that's what you're mm-hmm. looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do I think this like goes for every single couple out there? Heck no, because there's so many couples out there that are complete opposites oh, of yeah, each other. Not. And they work out. They work out great. Like even on Love is Blind, we had, um, what was it? Cameron and Lauren, I think was her, what was her name? The, the I, bl- two. I believe so. But that, that's a bit <laughs> different because they couldn't see each other at that's all. That's what I'm saying yeah, though. Whenever yeah. you have like nothing to go by, that's when you just go by personality and the things you have in common. And then if you happen to look alike, whoa, okay. Which if you need some fun filled drama and just love watching train wrecks, love is blind on Netflix is definitely the uh, best show to catch up on right now. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, definitely watch season one and season two, but season two to me is more of a bomb than the first. I feel like that's always the thing with these type of shows. Like they, uh, they definitely look for, they know what they'll look for in the second Mm -hmm. season. Like, all right, we need this type of people and we're going to edit it this way. Yeah. So real quick, which one do you like the best of the ranch water? Uh, lemon. It's going to be lemon. Okay. I'm going to go with lime. Really? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, and after we've chosen our pairings, which are those two, uh, that is it for this episode. Yep. Um, if you're a couple out there that looks like your uh, significant other, now you might know why. Hopefully you learned something new today. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, um, have a great day. Make good choices. Catchphrase. Catchphrase. What is this, uh, Mr. Rogers? Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. Please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We upload a new episode every other week. Also, please follow us on Twitter at MetMyMatch, where we post our weekly disputes. Thanks again for listening.